everyone. Welcome to another episode of CBIA's BizCast. I'm Shannon King. A couple weeks ago, I talked to Brian Phelps, owner of New Haven's Toad's Place. Yes, that Toad's Place. I asked Brian about the epicenter of live music in Connecticut, how he's supporting his employees right now, and what challenges he'll likely face in the reopening efforts over the coming months. I hope you enjoy this episode, especially if you've ever been to Toad's Place for a concert. Also, I'm pretty sure this is the first and only BizCast episode that name drops both Bob Dylan and Post Malone. Most, if not all, live concerts around the country have been canceled in response to the coronavirus pandemic. While the data is moving in the right direction, many unknowns still remain, even nine weeks later as we publish this episode. Some businesses are allowed to open or partially reopen on May 20th next week. We're doing our best to make sure every business of every size, industry, and sector has their voice heard. If you like this episode, please rate, review, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And here is my conversation with Brian. So right off the bat, I do want to admit as a Connecticut native, I have never been to Toad's Place. And I know, oh. I, I know I should, I have friends that have gone, my family members have gone, I have not been able to get there and I don't know why, but <laughs> definitely after this, I will. I'll give you a guided tour on that. Perfect. <laughs> Toad's Place, it's, it's legendary. Um, how long has Toad's Place been around actually? We opened uh, in January, 1975 and uh, I came aboard in October of 1976, there were originally uh, three owners who were uh, restaurant people, and they wanted to get a French restaurant opened up. And so they started uh, when the uh, club was just a uh, maybe a third of what it is now, maybe even less, maybe like 25% of the size that it is now. And they started with food. And uh, later on, they uh, moved into music because they just weren't getting the uh, receipts that they needed uh, to stay in business with just food. I've heard stories of many legendary bands and artists there. Uh, what are some of the, I mean, sounds like you've been there since almost the beginning. What are some of the top, uh, you know, legendary shows and artists that you've seen there? Well, we've had uh, probably at the top of the list was uh, the Rolling Stones. Uh, and that was in August, 1989. They uh, were rehearsing for their Steel Wheels tour in uh, Washington, Connecticut, and they called us and asked if they could do a secret club show prior to their tour. And, of course, we said yes. It was just a beautiful thing. We got um, um, headlines throughout the entire world uh, when, when that happened. We've also had uh, many, many other um, stars. Uh, Billy Joel did a, um, a secret club show as well back in 1980 we also had um bruce springsteen and u2 bon jovi um uh, bob dylan played the longest show of his career over five and a half hours uh santana uh, kanye west and john legend played together one night um we've had um uh, u2 played three times and then of course we had other uh, groups through the 80s that uh um, did really well, uh, like the Talking Heads and Cindy Lauper and um, uh, Huey Lewis and the News and Fish. 
so many more um, uh, countless bands. Some of them uh, we got just before they got big. Um, other others we caught just at the right time, and others um, we didn't make any money with. Um, uh, like Dave Matthews, we caught him just at the right time, and uh, we sold that show out, and that's just when he was starting to uh, to get huge. Some of the other shows that we had in there. Um, uh, it was the same same type of thing where it was either uh, a secret show or uh, a, a, a quickie where uh, the, uh, an artist just wanted to play uh, a club like David Bowie when he came in. Um, he was doing a few clubs and he called us up and uh, we, we did a show with him. Even even all the top stars today, um, a lot of them have, have played the club. Uh, Post Malone, he's been at the top of the charts uh, um, recently and um, he played the club a, a few years ago. Just uh, when he was starting to get big. And um, so and we ha- we've had every style of music. Oh, you just named off uh, so many amazing bands and artists. Uh, Bob Dylan's longest show. I'm going to have to look that up. I'm big Bob Dylan fan. Um, <laughs> yeah, and Toad's, Toad's Place is certainly known as one of those venues uh, for artists that are just starting to make it or haven't quite broken yet. So I noticed that you have canceled all of your shows uh, through May and June, but I did notice that you're starting to reschedule through July and August. So can you walk me through um, what you're planning right now to reopen, you know, what challenges you've had over the past seven weeks? Well, we had to close up um, on March 8th. Uh, that was that first week. Um, the uh, governor limited uh, the total capacity of venues to 250, and we had three uh, national acts that were going to do more than that number, and a fourth act um, that we also thought we were going to do more than that number. So the shows all got canceled, and uh, then after that, um, everything totally got closed uh, by the governor. So it's been uh, just a, a total shutdown. Uh, from that point. Uh, now, I guess the the new date where some of the things in Connecticut are going to start to reopen is May 20th, but I don't think it's going to um, refer to uh, uh, places that are inside uh, with uh, entertainment and a lot of people and um, close together, and uh, it'll, it'll be harder to, harder um, um, for me than, than for others. It, it's, it's not just me, it's for any places of assembly, restaurants and uh, large uh, theaters and um, civic centers and um, amphitheaters. Um, but they're all, they're, they're all places where people gather. And it's what, it's what we do as uh, our species. We like to gather together and, um, and, and do fun things. So um, I think what's going to happen is um, we're going to slowly... Uh, uh, move move toward uh, a, a reopening on, on uh, all those facilities. Um, the exact date, I'm not sure. I don't think anyone knows what the exact date is. But uh, you know, as soon as uh, we can, we're going to try and get um, as many people in there as we can. Uh, my my fans in particular, and a lot of the fans that go out to, um, especially nightclubs or uh, places similar to Toads, are are younger. Um, most of my most of my clientele are under forty. Um, I, I don't do a lot of shows that are uh, geared toward uh, a, a, an older crowd. Those are mostly theater type settings where 
the, the folks can come in and park right next to the venue and sit down in their nice theater seat, watch the show, get up and leave. Um, whereas, um, my, my shows are, are more geared toward, uh, people that, um, can park around and walk in and, and party a little bit harder. And, uh, those folks are a little bit less susceptible to, uh, this coronavirus, uh, um, that that's out there right now. The, uh, the most susceptible ones, of course, are the older folks and the people with uh, um, pre-existing uh, problems. So, with a thousand-person capacity um, at your at your highest capacity, what's the plan moving forward? Are you going to reduce capacity on your own? Um, what kind of measures are you going to put into place once you do reopen uh, to make the experience for the not only the musical artists, but especially the guests and um, people who are coming to the shows, what are you going to put into place to make uh, attending a concert safer? We're going to um, basically follow the uh, the rules and guidelines set forth by the state the best we can. Um, I'm sure um, they'll have a whole list of requirements for us. And um, we'll have to abide by uh, whatever those are. You know, and as I said, a lot of the, the people that are coming in aren't the high-risk uh, people. And maybe over the next six months, things, things will wind down to uh, um, a better pace. But uh, well, that's all I can do is just, just go by the guidelines that the, uh, that the state uh, um, tells us. Certainly. Do you worry that uh, guest attendance is going to decrease maybe for the remainder of this year um, if people just make the decision that they're not ready or uh, a little worried about getting into um, such a large crowd in such a small space? Um, are you anticipating that to have your attendance reduced? Uh, probably. There's probably people that um, are afraid uh, to come out. And this this particular virus may be a difficult one to get under control for a number of years. So uh, we're just going to have to try and work with uh, what we have and and do as much business as we can do uh, legally, and uh, and hope uh, hope for the best. Yeah, certainly. Um, so I want to ask you about your employees. So how many employees do? you have well we have uh i only have a handful of full-time employees maybe maybe about um eight or ten and uh during the height of the season we'll have another uh 50 or so part-timers uh, on the busy nights um i'll have as many as uh, 50 people working on one night so right now everyone's uh on unemployment and it's i mean that works for, for everyone because they get basically um half of what they got uh, when they were working uh, at the club, plus another $600 bonus from the federal government. Right. Are you worried uh, that when you open back up that some of your employees won't come back because of uh, the unemployment that they're receiving? It, it um, might be uh, a little tricky to, to, to get it done. You know, hopefully uh, I'll be able to work something out at the right time. That's why we haven't really been doing much toward June because I don't think June is going to, is going to be happening. And, um, and as you get into July, I'm not sure what's going to happen in July as of yet either. 
So if you're comfortable talking about this, I want to ask you, did you apply for any federal or state funding for uh, your business? I actually did, yeah. I think um, most people did that own businesses. They have this these PPP loans, which are uh, mostly uh, payroll-oriented. Um, they're If you take a loan out of whatever the amount is, um, 75% of it um, is supposed to go toward uh, employees and 25% toward um, your other uh, general overhead expenses, like uh, the, the rent or mortgage and, um, and your utilities. Now, if you don't use the whole 75%, then you have to pay that back um, starting in six months after you get it um, over the next two years following that. Yeah, certainly. Um, so how was the process getting through, uh, getting that PPP loan and uh, do you think you're going to be able to use the full 75% for payroll purposes? I'll use some. I probably may not be able to use the whole 75%. Uh, I'm not sure yet, but I'm going to see how it goes. If you could give any suggestions to the state about uh, reopening Connecticut, particularly businesses like yours, uh, what suggestions would you give to them um, as they're making considerations for reopening businesses? You know, when I was watching Star Trek one time, uh, Spock, I don't know if you ever watched Star Trek, but uh, there's a guy by the name of Spock, he's a Vulcan, and all he deals in is logic. Everything um, about him is all logic. And um, so at one point, um, they were having a problem, and he said, uh, logic dictates the, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. And um, so basically, there's going to be risk. Um, this is me talking now, not Spock. But uh, basically, uh, the uh, there's going to be risk. Uh, we just want to keep the risk down, I think, uh, as far as the, the governor and um, the rest of the state goes. I think they, they want to keep it to a minimum. There's going to be risk no matter what you do. Um, if you go into a building, you walk by somebody on the street, if you do whatever, there's going to be some risk, but, you know, we still have to live, you know, we just can't go on, um, every day, uh, huddle down year after year. Uh, it, it's just not going to work. Uh, it's not, it's not the, the people of this country just don't want that. Well, Brian, thank you so much for talking with me today. Um, and I promise that I will make it to Toad's Place, maybe not in the next few months, but definitely in the future uh, after talking okay. after talking with you. Um, so I'm wishing you the best of luck and, of course, you and your employees the best of health. You're welcome. For the latest COVID-19 information, visit CBIA.com. Follow us on Twitter at CBIA News and on Facebook. Call us anytime at 860-244-1900. Stay safe out there.